0: is the, the most thing is oh. Lions, bangles, and bears None of my guys scared Chase rumbling Any one of them guys there Wayne Young and he hungry I pray we patient with him I pray he leave with some money I pray he leave with his health Yeah uh, the physical and mental The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions This rap shit I lick the niggas I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying all the winter prada. And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bobber So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson and Stephanie Okay, 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 okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen Welcome to episode 173 of Electrified I'm your host, Eric Lyons Listen, I'm 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 gonna be completely honest with you guys. Alright. That's something I always do. That's something I will continue to do. Your boy's tired. Alright, I had a long week. Last week was a long week. That's why I didn't get an episode last week. I'm tired right now. I really did not prepare anything for today. Okay? But I know what we have to talk about. I know what happened Sunday night. You know, there's been a couple things has happened since then, so I can I think I'm <clears throat> I'm pretty up to talk about them <clears throat> without needing to prepare. Okay, I'm a this one is off the top. All right, this is a real freestyle. It's Freestyle Friday, 106 in Park type. You know what I mean? But it's Thursday, so we are gonna talk about the Super Bowl, uh, the parade. We can talk about the parade, okay? We'll talk about the halftime show, man. Okay, <clears throat> we can talk about the two deals that Canelo Alvarez has on the table. Okay, we can talk about what else is going on in the boxing world. There's a couple things going on in the boxing world that, are there, that we can talk about. So, it should be a good show today. I can't lie. It should be a good show today, even though I'm I'm doing it, you know, basically with my eyes closed, flying into the dark. But that's okay. That's, that's where we get some of the best stuff. I'm just here to prove that I'm generational. I am a generational talent. Okay. Um, oh, I'm going to also talk about the Hall of Fame because you guys just put any and anybody, any and everybody in the Hall of Fame now and I'm tired. I'm tired of the way you guys talk about the Hall of Fame like it's nothing. Uh, at this point, you can put me in the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame for my work as a flag football quarterback. Seriously. So, let's start at the Super Bowl. Let's go back to Sunday Night in LA. First of all, I just want to congratulate the referees. Oh, no, not the Rams. I'll congratulate them later. But I want to congratulate the referees for many reasons. Many reasons. There are many reasons I want to congratulate the referees. First of all, let's congratulate the referees for the 58 minutes of carefree football we got. 58 minutes. That game was great. I was enjoying the game. I did want the Bengals to win. I wanted to see, you know, the smaller market team, uh, the AFC team, Joe Barrow. I like you guys. I love Joe Barrow. I would have, Jamar Chase, I would have loved to see those guys win it. But honestly, I had no dog in the fight. The Packers have been eliminated from the playoffs. So we beat both of these teams. So it didn't matter to me. Just putting it out there. We did beat both of these teams. One of them worse than the other. But that's neither here nor there. The referees called a good game. For 58 minutes. I think the biggest penalty of the game prior to the last two minutes of the game was when Vernon Hargraves lost his absolute mind and ran on the field after the interception. Why did he do that? I don't know. But I guess if I was a healthy scratch in the Super Bowl, I probably would have did the same thing. I I think I would have lost my mind. Would I have ran on the field? No. Yeah, I would have. But that was like the biggest penalty of the first half. And at that point, I mean, well, we got a couple false starts. No, it was a delay of game. You know, it was just stuff was not getting called. I mean, we had Jamar Chase, you know, getting getting abused at the goal line. He got crunched up. No flag. Um, you know, the biggest one was the T. Higgins touchdown when, I mean, it looked like Jalen was falling already. I don't know. Was it OPI? Probably. But he just little boyed him, scored a big touchdown. That was big. You know, everything's not getting called on either side. It just looks like, it looked like the referees said, okay, this is the Super Bowl. We know this is going to be a physical game. We know there's a lot on the line here. Let's call the smallest, me, let's call the smallest penalties possible and let's just let them play. It is what it is. All right, we're not going to, we're not going to dictate the game. We're going to let the game dictate us. That's what it felt like. I was having a great time. I said, okay, referees, we keep in the laundry away. That's what I like. That's good football right there. That's good refereeing right there. That's good officiating. Love to see it. Then, with two minutes on the clock, Rams were marching down the field. And it was just like the ref said, okay, it's time to clutch up. It's time to show them who we really are. They took a walk. They took off their cool ref. <clears throat> they took off their cool ref hats. They took them off. And they put on their ass hats. And they said, "Now we go." The officiating that I saw in the last 2 minutes of the game reminded me of the officiating that I saw for the, for the Rams in in the Superdome. Remember that blatant defensive pass and DPI that did not get called. Remember that? And the Rams ended up winning that game. Now, if we get in the time machine and go back to that that episode I talked about that, I said 60 minutes in a football game, you don't let the refs determine the game. I did say that, and I still stand by that. I, I do. Especially because, okay, the Rams scored, even though the Bengals got hosed, Joe Barrow did get the ball back with some a nice amount of time on the clock. Okay. Drew Brees got the ball back in overtime, right? What did Drew Brees three do a duck? Lost the game. Joe Barrow and them, they couldn't convert to fourth and one. Rams defense made big plays. They lose the game. Okay. Cool. But there's always a But. I'm not talking about the one that was on the stage at the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm not talking about Mary J. Blige. Y'all keep talking about auntie, auntie. That's not my aunt. That's not my aunt. I will put Mary J. Blige in the figure four. That's not my aunt. But, I'm not talking about that but, no. But, the referees did insert themselves at the worst possible time. I understand that they missed calls in the first half. But if we're talking about this third and one, Cooper Cup is running the crossing route. Logan Wilson played perfect defense. He didn't pull a shirt like when Jalen Ramsey pulled uh, Jamar Chase's shirt at the goal line. He didn't pull him back like hip check. He... He was in a position where he locked Cooper Cup up. I'm talking Akon locked up. Like, they won't let me out type of locked up. I'm talking like Nelson Mandela locked up. I'm talking, you're going to Azkaban locked up. That's how he locked up Cooper Cup in the most pivotal point in the game. It would have been fourth and goal for the Rams. They would have had one more play. Now, could they have gotten the ball back? Who knows? There's a lot of time on the clock if they don't get a touchdown right there. The Bengals get the ball back in their own end zone. And the Rams still had three-time So, Matt Stafford may have gotten the ball back. Well, we will never know. We don't know how that could have went. But, to me and to most of America and the millions and millions who watched this game, that was not a penalty. So, Staying on the third one. I'm watching the game. I see the entire right side of the Rams' offensive line move before the ball snapped. I called false start from a couch. I mean, I'm reffing from a couch. I said, hey, false start. So after the play and the flags come out, I said, oh, that has to be False start on the Rams. I'm like, okay, maybe a um, offset. But blah, blah. I'm thinking, nowhere in my mind is there a DPI being called right now. Grabs say DPI. I said, what? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Could not believe that. So, third and one. Turns into first and goal, or then Stafford they throw a touchdown. Cooper Cup got blown up. They throw a flag on that, but there was also a flag on the Rams. They offset. They're at half dips to, to the goal line, and I think it was one more flag. It was four flags thrown in fifty-eight minutes, and then there were four flags thrown in two minutes. So you're telling me through three. Almost four quarters of football, there were only four flags thrown. Then with two minutes on the clock, there's four big ones. Four game-changing, four momentum-turning uh, flags. Like, that was nasty, man. You're, you you cannot sit here and tell me that was okay. Yeah, they, misplay, they missed flags in the first half. But... That's your justification for that? Oh, they're making up for what they missed in the first half. You can we can play that all game. We can play that all day. The oh they missed this call. They should have they didn't call this. They didn't call this. Yeah, they didn't call the Jalen Ramsey thing. They didn't call the Rams being offside. I mean being false start. Hell, they didn't call the pass interference on the Bengals. They didn't call Aaron Donald being lined up in the neutral zone on fourth and one. They didn't call that either. But in the biggest play of the game on third and one, they said, oh my God, Logan Wilson. Did he just make the biggest play of the Super Bowl? Throw a flag. That's what happened. Then that puts Eli Apple in a position to be none other than Eli Apple. And I mean, boy, were they smoking him on Twitter? He he turned into a... My God, I've never seen anybody get rolled up and smoked that quickly on Twitter. Never, never have I ever seen anything happen that fast. That was nuts. I mean, not only were fans killing them, but players. The Chiefs had to get involved. The Saints got involved. Because on this playoff run, Eli Apple has said a lot of things. He talked about the city of New Orleans. He talked about the Chiefs. He talked about Tyreek Hill. And not only did he talk about these people, but he was adding them along the way. He dropped a highlight video to Super Gremlin. I have never seen anybody in the midst of a playoff run do this. Unless your name is Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady, we all know what he does. Victory Monday. I think the toughest Victory Monday ever was when him and Gronk getting off the plane after they beat the Chiefs. Was it the year they was, did they beat the Chiefs, or was it the Super Bowl? I want to say it was when they beat the Chiefs in the title game, and they. Had <laughs> You bad boys for life, and Brady ain't say a word. He just smiled at the camera, and that sh- that just pissed me off. Like, bro, no, that was tough. But Eli Apple, somebody who ain't got no rings, to do that upset a lot of people. So everybody gave him the energy he was putting out they reciprocated it but like by thousands like millions like people had so much they were ready i'm telling you man people probably had all these eli apple tweets in the drafts like they were ready for this like if world war three popped off right now nobody would be prepared But if somebody in the U.K. tweeted about somebody in the U.S., I bet the entire timeline will turn against London and put them in the dirt. That's the type of warfare that my generation is ready for. If World War III was a war of tweets and words, oh, sign us up. We're smoking any country. Russia, who? Ukraine, who? China, who? North Korea, who? Putting everybody in the dirt. North Korea don't even got Twitter. Kim Jong-un don't even let them get on the internet. Kim Jong-un don't even let them search the internet. Kim Jong-un said, you're not going to watch nothing after 12 a.m. Go to sleep. That's the type of warfare that I'm interested in. Eli Apple became a victim. I mean, there were videos. Then you see, like I said, players got involved. Now, here's where my problem. Uh, okay, everything is all fair and love and war, right? Right. Eli Apple wasn't tweeting, but he did like some stuff. Okay, did like a couple tweets. One of the tweets he liked came from Lamar Jackson. All right, I get it. You guys are rivals in the in the AFC North, but let's not act like Joe Burrow didn't. He he's still throwing touchdowns on the Ravens right now, and. Marlon Humphrey, now this only made my theory of Jalen Ramsey didn't play in the Super Bowl Sunday night, that was not Jalen Ramsey, I think Marlon Humphrey snuck into the Rams locker room, knocked Jalen out with something, put him in a closet, and then put Jalen Ramsey's uniform on, and went out there and tried to stop the Bengals himself, what happened to him? The same thing that happened to me anytime he plays the Bengals. He got cooked. So, after the Rams won, Marlon Humphrey changed real fast, ran up to the stands, acted like he was in the crowd, took a picture of the Rams winning the Super Bowl, and said, The, AFC, the Ravens run the AFC North. Sir, please. Y'all haven't won the AFC North in two years, right? Please. Relax. Then Ravens fans threw a goddamn parade. I mean, I get it. I would have, as a Ravens fan, I probably would have been a little hurt too if Joe Burrow, in his second year, after tearing his ACL, won a Super Bowl before Lamar. I think I would have been a little vexed as well. But the fact that he even got there before Lamar, still, there's conversations to be had. But I think we can have them after the Ravens get healthy and come back this season. But the bar for Lamar, oh, that rhymed. That was a bar. That was a triple entendre. Don't ask me how. It's set a little bit higher. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So here come the Ravens. On That's normal. On the, uh... On the graves of the Bengals. You know, they're, they're having a the whole hoot and a holler. A he and a key and a he, he, he. That's what they was doing. All right. That's going on. And I just was like, wow, this is crazy. But I think Eli Apple, all in all, brought that on himself. He brought it on himself. Now. There was also... Uh, a reporter. I'm not going to name her name. I think she's got enough hate. But she made an Eli Apple joke. And I just wanted to say. It's still Black History Month. So ma'am. You don't get the joke. About Eli Apple. No. It was not for you. Fun's over. Shut it down. But anyway. Um. Yeah, I, I I just think that in that situation, why was Eli Apple one on one with the offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup? I, I don't know. I don't know. He don't know. All right. So the refs should have had their own float at the parade yesterday. Quite frankly. The refs should get rings. Um, Hell, I don't even know why the refs didn't even get the Super Bowl shirt and hat. They should have been out there celebrating with the Rams. I'm just saying. But enough about the refs. Okay, we can talk about the game itself. Okay, Talk about the game itself. I enjoyed the game. All BS aside, I thought it was a good game. I wish I would have put some money on um, Matt Stafford, two interceptions. Um... I don't know if I'm going to want any money off of that because I feel like everybody knew he was going to throw at least two of them. But I told y'all he was. Like, I told y'all this, like, last week. I said on Twitter, Matthew Stafford will throw a a few what-the-hell balls, and at least two of them are getting intercepted. I told y'all that. He threw two. He threw three, actually. He threw one right to the defense and dropped it the one that went all the way up, and you know, the the one to the end zone got picked off. And then the one that he threw behind, whoever he was throwing to, got picked off. Like, yeah, I told y'all that. And, you know, he didn't play his best football. Joe Burrow didn't play his best football, but they played well enough. I thought that Odell Beckham started off hot. That was really good for him, you know, the touchdown celebration. But him tearing his ACL sucked, man, that sucked, watching him, you know, on the sideline like that, being emotional, because I've seen it before with Charles Woodson in the Super Bowl, when he messed himself up, it was on the sideline with a sling, Um, like, my mom is going to hate that I told this story again, as long as I have this platform, I will tell this story, there was a playoff game my last year at Wreck. it was my last dance, it was my last ride, like Ray Lewis, I Was trying to make a tackle, but my teammate was trying to make a tackle at the same time. His head of my helmet was down. He smacked right into my wrist. Um, I had a bone bruise. Right, I couldn't play. Halftime, getting my team hype. I started crying. Just can't get back in the game. Then everybody else stuck crying. I'm like yo, y'all gotta do, y'all gotta do it for me. Y'all gotta do it for me. You know, we won the game. But I've been in situations where you can't be. On the field because you're hurt in the biggest game of your life. And it it sucks, man. It sucks. So, I felt for Odell, especially after the hot start he had. And he was going to have himself a night. Because it looked like Cooper Cup wasn't going to do a damn thing. The way they were locking him up. They had a plan for him. Offense looked a little different without Odell out there. Biggest thing for the Rams, they could not run the ball. Like, at all, bro. They couldn't run the ball. That was hurting them for a while. Like, that first half... Before the defense got involved um, for the uh, Bengals, and then the, the the Bengals front was getting to Matt Stafford, I was like, "Wow!" Like everybody was talking about the Rams' D line, but the Bengals' D line came to play as well. Then it was just like the offense just looked different without Odell. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It was like, "Damn, we're missing a big piece now." It's just Cooper Cup, fan Jefferson couldn't do much. You know, you still got your tight ends, but yeah, man, you can just see what type of impact Odell had on that offense this season. And I still think back to the day he went to LA and Robert Woods mysteriously tears his ACL. You have to think, man, what does this offense look like? If Robert Woods doesn't get hurt, or if Deshaun Jackson doesn't leave. Like that was a lot that went into where the Rams are right now. And it's very interesting the season they had, you know. Very interesting. Um but no, it was both both teams were playing good ball. Um Jalen Ramsey, man. He's out there looking like Jalen Humphrey. Jalen King, Jalen Apple, like, it didn't look good, he did not look good, Um, and you guys know I love Jalen Ramsey, I I believe, you know, he's the best corner in the league, I've been harping that for years, but, whew, what a rough playoff run for him, man, I mean, Mike Evans did him dirty, Jamar Chase did him dirty, Jamar Chase, somehow Jalen Ramsey fell down and Jamar Chase was wide open that last play of the game. If Joe Burrow had two more seconds, oh, my God, we would have a good, different conversation right now. And I had told people leading up to the game, they were like, oh, Jalen went the one-on-one with Jamar. I said, I don't think he does. And he got it. Got his ass cooked. Got his ass cooked. And I think a lot of guys are going to have watched The Super Bowl, they watched the Bucks game and saw what Mike Evans did, saw what T. Higgins and Jamar Chase did. And I just think that quarterbacks saw that. I'm watching Joe Burrow in the biggest game of his life, in the second season of his career, throw balls on Jalen Ramsey like he was just like he was playing Marlon Humphrey. I'm so sorry, Marlon. But it was like he didn't care who was over there. Even when he throws on Marlon Humphrey, he's still like, all right, this is all pro. But they call him, all pro Marlon, yeah, whatever. One of the best uh, corners in the AFC North. He's still throwing at him. He doesn't care. I think that quarterbacks watch this film, they watch the game, and they're like, bro, if I believe that my receiver is who he is, I don't give a damn who's sticking him. I'm throwing over there. Throwing over there. You know, a a lot of people talk about Jalen Ramsey And, you know, not having a lot of interceptions and everything like that. But, you know, he's holding these receivers to these certain amount of yards. And it's like, well, that's because he's not getting thrown to. People are scared to throw to him. He's bored. He wasn't bored Sunday night. It's a lot of action. A lot of action. A lot of action. But the first half was pretty even. Halftime show. Happens, the coolest thing I've ever seen was Bengals rookie kicker McPherson, bro. He's on the sideline jamming to the halftime show. He said, "Bro, I already know my second half assignment. I just gotta put the ball through the uprights." Y'all go get that pregame, that halftime speech. I'm gonna watch the halftime show. That's that's what he said, and that's what he did. I enjoyed the halftime show actually. I did I really did enjoy the halftime show you know, I, I saw a lot of people Making fun of 50 Cent Like bro, 50 Cent is what? 45? 45, I think He didn't look bad I don't know why everybody was making fun of him He's upside down like he wasn't in the club video And Not only was he upset It wasn't like they put him up there He put himself up there With, you know how much upper body strength and lower body strength that helps I can't do that now So yeah, shut up. But halftime show was good. Then we come back to football, and I don't know what happened to the Bengals offensive line between the first half and the second half. But man, uh, Joe Burrow just started to get Joe Burrow out there, man. It was it was bad, man. They they were killing him in that second half, and. That was a big thing. That was a big difference. They um, really did stop running the ball with Joe Mixon. I didn't understand why they did that. It was, um, it just felt like a different game um, in the second half of the Bengals' offense. It, it didn't feel like they were the same Bengals they were in the first half. You know, adjustments were made, and the Rams, they won the, um... The adjustment battle. But offensively for the Rams, I think I think people give Sean McVay too much credit. Because the reason they won that game wasn't because of the genius of him and the play calling. The players, man. Matt Stafford and his connection to Cooper Cup, that won that game. He meant, bro, I'm going to throw to Cooper Cup. <clears throat> That's who I'm throwing to to get me down this field. Not only am I going to throw it to him to get me down the field, but I want to throw it to him when we get down there. Like, to have that much faith and confidence in your receiver and for him to be able to get open like that, even if he was not all the way open, that that's that connection we see, you know, with Devontae and and Aaron, you know, stuff like that, that that connection right there. But for that connection to be born in one season and for it to win a Super Bowl, that's crazy. You know, so I give credit to Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. For the season they've had and the work they've done together, and you know, to create that chemistry, man. Because I, I yeah. and then you got to throw Odell on there too, because I, I think that Odell's presence made a Cooper Cup, even though he was already having a monster season. But look at the balls like when Deshaun Jackson was there, like he was overthrowing him, underthrowing him. They didn't have that connection, and he had a good connection with Robert Woods, but I think Odell helped Cooper Cup and Cooper Cup helped helped Odell, but Cooper Cup had this monster year at the hands of Matt Stafford and I'm not giving him all the credit for that because I told you guys, man. Cooper Cup had been balling like this. Even with golf. But it just got amplified this year and I, I'm glad it did. It was a hell of a season of Cooper Cup, man. Hell of a season of Cooper Cup. Um yeah the Ram you know the Rams offense they did what they had to do in the last moments. And the Bengals offense, they, they were punting a lot in the fourth quarter. Right? So all refereeing aside, you know, all all jokes aside, it was a good football game. And I enjoyed the game. Even when the Bengals got the ball back, you know, Joe Barrow found Jamar Chase again on Jalen Ramsey. And when they got to midfield, it felt like, okay, they can do something. Man, still got time. Still got timeouts the third one play call. There was a lot of questionable play calls from McVay and Taylor. But where was Joe Mixon? He had rushed for 70 something yards, bro. He was toting it. Where's Joe Mixon? But why would you run it on third and one though? That right there to me, I'm doing a, a um RPO. Well, I'm throwing it. Put the ball in your player in your best player's hands, man. Put the ball in Burrow's hand to give him a chance to win. I don't think we run it right there on third and one. Then on fourth and one. Everybody in the stadium know you pass it now, and you know they're sending a blitz. Um, I think the better call would have been something quick. A little bit quicker than a play they tried to set up. Um But yeah, man, congratulations to the Rams. Seriously. Um that that's how you do it. Give it all you burn your picks up. <laughs> You 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 put yourself on the line to get the hottest free agent out there. You get you trade for Von Miller. You bring in these guys, and that's what you got to do, man. If you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to win a Super Bowl. Who cares what happens next season, right? You got one this year. Um, now I will say, because I told y'all I came here to hate. I told y'all I came here to hate. I told y'all that. I did. I believe that the Rams had the weakest. I mean, the weakest playoff run. The weakest playoff run. The weakest. The weakest. I said it. I don't care. I mean, you get the Rams in a wild... I mean, excuse me, you get the Cardinals in a wild card. Okay. Ooh. Then you go to the divisional round, and... All right, you had to go down to Tampa. I think that was the biggest challenge, and they barely survived that. Then... You know, with with the unfortunate events of the forty ers beating the Packers. You don't have to go to lambeau I do not I t I don't I'm gonna sell y'all right now. The Rams weren't the Rams were not coming to Lambeau and beating us. Anyway, um Anyway, congratulations to Jake Funk. Uh Jake Funk is the Super Bowl champion. I don't know where he found a famous girlfriend of his at, but she posted them on TikTok and boy, they was on Jake Funk's ass. I, I I'm not in the business of hating on another man, but that was unnecessary. Shout out to Jake Funk, the boy got a ring. I watched that man play in the state championship game, Damascus versus Dundalk, and I watched him run the aisles out of the stadium, literally ran them out of the stadium. Uh, everything that I saw in who on huddle leading up to that game, games are fruition. That boy is nasty. He was nasty. Uh, so congratulations to him. But um. I think that's all I got for you guys As far as the Super Bowl go I think I covered everything I wanted to cover Um, Damn Do I even want to get into Anything else I feel like this is a fun episode man. I I don't think I think we can leave it right here man I think we can leave it right here I think this was a good episode You know I'm only talking about the Super Bowl Um I mean yeah, man, I, I think that's it. I think I think it was a good way to put a cap on the NFL season. You know, football is over. That sucks. Hate it. We're two hundred two days away from the kickoff of the next season. Um, hmm. Now I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Since I gave you guys a short episode today. Damn, man. I don't. I don't. i to. end no. I. Don't, I don't. I hate heaven. You know what? All right, bump that. We're going to talk boxing. Let's talk boxing, you know, to kill the clock. Get us at least 40. All right, 40-plus sounds good. Is is that okay? I'm not going to hold y'all long, but I do want to cover a little bit of this Canelo stuff just in case a deal gets done next week. Okay. So, right now, it's basically a bidding war between Al Heyman and Eddie Hearn. Now, we know Canelo's done business with Eddie Hearn and Al Heyman, you know, recently. He is a free agent, and... Right now, he has two deals on the team. So, one from Eddie Hearn has him facing, I think, Dimitri Bivol, is that how you pronounce the name? At 175? 170, I think. I know it's a higher weight class than he is right now. And then, that would be in May. And then, the second fight would be the Triple G Trilogy fight at 168. And I... Come on, man. Come on, man. at Triple G's Jurassic Age. What is he really going to get in there and do. Besides get knocked out. Seriously. Nobody except for casual boxing fans. And if Triple G still has any fans left. Triple G fans. we, I, Me? I don't want to see that fight. I don't want to see that fight. We saw it twice already. We don't need to see it now. We saw it when we needed it. But now we really don't need to see it man. We, I, I don't want to see that fight. Now Al Heyman. Has him with Charlo fighting May. And then the Benavidez fight in September. And that deal apparently is a little more than the Eddie Hearn deal. Canelo. 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 Go get that Al Heyman money. Seriously, man. These are the two fights that everybody wants to see. At that weight class, man. We want to see the Charlo fight. We want, we, Izzy, stop. We want to see the Benavidez fight. You know, these guys have been calling you out. You know what I mean? These are fights that people want to see. I don't think that I really don't people think people want to see that Triple G fight, man. We don't, man. We've seen it twice, and I I just don't I just don't see that being a good fight right now. I mean, yeah, it's gonna draw in a lot of casual eyes, you know. It's gonna be the ratings will be high, but I think that casual people will watch the Charlo fighting man. Because hardcore fans are going to watch it. And then, then you already know he, he's got this stigma around him. And, you know, people who don't like Canelo say, oh, he doesn't fight black fighters. Okay, but he's fought Shane Mosley, young. Fought uh, Floyd Young. Come on. He's for Daniel Jacobs. Come on. He fought James Kirtland. Come on. Come on. We're not going to do that. All right. So why not? Why not, man? Show, show me that. Man, give me that fight. Give me The Charlo fight. And give me the Benavidez fight. Because I feel like people are underestimating Canelo. Like, and and, and picking Benavidez to win that fight. And Charlo. Do y'all not know who Canelo Alvarez is? Like, are y'all forgetting already? In in the midst of this run he's on? Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't be dumb, man. Y'all can be stupid. Y'all can be foolish. But don't be dumb, man. Don't be dumb. Um... What else is going on? Oh, and then we got George Kambosos, who's going to defend his undisputed titles in his home country of Australia. Um, So apparently right now, Lomachenko has already signed his side of the deal and is ready, and the bout would be June 4th. But he's also, Devin Haney is still in the mix as well, and he's already talking about he's willing to take a pay cut. But I don't know if Eddie Hearn is going to be able to close that deal. I really think that at this time, George Cambosos believes that, okay, I beat Teofimo Lopez. Devin Haney's younger. He's more, you know, he, he seems to be at a harder fight right now. I really think he thinks Lomachenko is the easier fight. I do, especially in his home of Australia. I think he thinks if he can get uh, Lomachenko go all 12, he'll win that fight. That's insane. I don't know if that's really his thoughts, but to pick Lomachenko over, what, okay, I hope Lomachenko gets the fight though, because he deserves it, I really think he deserves it, Um, you know, he never got the running back with Lopez, and he deserves this one, so I I I think Loma deserves that fight, that would be a big fight June 4th um, on ESPN, I think that would be a free fight, or they might put it on ESPN+, Plus. who knows what they'll do with that, but that is a fight I want to see, George Cambosos versus Vasily Lomachenko, give that to me now. All right, give give Loma a chance to get his belts back, man. That that would be love. That would be love. I would love to see that. Um, anything else going on in boxing? Uh, is it a fight? This oh Jesus, we got Khan and Kell Brook fam. Nobody wants to see this fight. <laughs> Nobody asks for this except for like people in the UK. Like this is a London fight that people wanted to see. Like what years ago, bro? Like ten years ago. You know what? They're both old. They're both cooked. They're both washed. Izzy, why? Why? Okay, so my dog, I think she's ready to go for a walk. She, like, just almost knocked my microphone down. Are you ready to go outside? All right, calm down. The show is almost over. It's almost over, and I'll take you out. I know. You have to pee. You probably have to poo. And I'll get you back in here, and you eat. eat. But I got to finish talking to the people. Izzy, I have to finish talking to America. You look like you're about to bark. Don't bark. Close your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, see, I told you guys I'm going to have to wrap it up. So, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I'll be back next week for sure. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV, man. Hey, man, make sure you guys follow me on TikTok at Electrified Edits. Um, thank you guys for listening, man. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, I really appreciate this, man. It's, it's February, January has been a good month. February has been a good month so far. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. Got some more good stuff coming for you guys. But uh, thank you guys for listening, man. Make sure you retweet the drop, all that good stuff, repost, anything, man. But I'm Eric Lyons, and for the 173rd time, you have just been electrified.